بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the discussion of hadith 60 and this is uh, part number 5 this is the hadith of Jibreel عليه السلام uh, teaching the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم uh, the matters of the deen نعم and uh, the famous hadith of Jibreel is known and from that is the teaching of salah is the concerning the salah as being one of the pillars of Islam the third condition regarding the salah we know that we're discussing the conditions of salah the third condition is istiqbal al-qibla directing oneself towards the qibla this is a condition from the conditions of salah the salah is not valid except when this condition is met because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who is free of all imperfection the most high commanded it and he repeated the command regarding this and in surah al-Baqarah chapter 2 verse 150 and from wheresoever you start forth for prayers turn your face in the direction of al-masjid al-haram the inviolable house uh, mosque and wherever you are turn your faces towards it when you pray and the prophet sallallahu uh, you know the uh, when he came to medina in the beginning he was praying towards baytul maqdis baytul maqdis the uh, jerusalem and uh, having the Kaaba uh, to his back uh, and Asham, the greater uh, Syria area <coughs> facing his face after that he was waiting he waited and he yearned for the return to Mecca towards Mecca and so he began turning his face uh, uh, to heaven waiting when Jibreel alayhi salam will bring him the news and the revelation to redirect towards the house of Allah in Mecca as Allah stated this in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah 2 144 Verily we have seen the turning of your Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam's face towards the heaven. Surely we shall turn you to a qibla, a direction that you shall be pleased with or that, that shall please you. So turn your face in the direction of al-masjid al-haram, the inviolable house in Mecca. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to face al-masjid al-haram, meaning its direction. However, there are three exceptions to this. There are three exceptions to this. The first exception if the person is incapable, like the sick person. Who may have, who may direct his face towards other than the Qibla, and he cannot direct it towards the Qibla. In this case, the direction towards the Qibla is lifted drops because Allah stated in surah at-taghabun 64 16 fattaqullaha mastata'tum 
فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ مَا اسْتَطَعْتُمْ So keep your duty to Allah and fear Him as much as you can. And also Allah stated in Surah Al-Baqarah 2.286 لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها Allah burdens not a person beyond his scope. And because of the Prophet ﷺ saying, إِذَا أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ فَأْتُوا مِنْهُ مَسْتَطَعْتُمْ If I command you with something, then do of it that which you are able to do. The second exception is, if a person is in a state of intense fear. If a person is in a state of intense fear. Like someone running away from an enemy. Uh, or running away from a beast, <coughs> or running away from fire, or running away from uh, a flood, etc. The, the important thing is that it's a state of intense uh, fear. Right. Here, he prays to whatever his direction may be. And the evidence for this is the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Baqarah 2-239 فَإِنْ خِفْتُمْ فَرِجَالًا أَوْ رُكْبَانًا فَإِذَا أَمِنْتُمْ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَمَا عَلَّمَكُمْ مَا لَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْلَمُونَ And if you fear an enemy Perform salah on foot or riding, and when you are in safety, offer salah in the manner he has taught you, which you knew not before. So he's saying, If you fear, this is general, comprising all sorts of fear. Also the saying, uh, And when you are in safety, Offer salah in a manner, that he has taught you which you knew not before. So therefore, any matter which the person, any remembrance which the person may have uh, yani abandoned because of the fear, then there is no harm upon him. And from that, therefore, falls the direction of Qibla, taking or assuming the direction of Qibla. Also, this is generally indicated by also the two verses we discussed earlier and the hadith of doing what one is able to do, which is related to capacity. The third, the third issue, or the third case, is when someone performs the optional prayer on travel, on a journey, whether this is on a plane, or in a car, or on a mount, camel, otherwise horse, فَإِنَّهُ يُصَلِّي Then he prays, حَيْثُ كَانَ وَجْهُهُ فِي صَلَاةِ النَّفِلْ following the direction of his face in this optional uh, salah. Like, for example, witr, performing the witr, odd prayer, the night prayer, the duha, the pre-noon, uh, after, uh, sun, uh, after sunrise, and dhuhr, uh, or before dhuhr, before the zenith, and the like. The traveler should uh, perform all kinds of optional prayers like the resident, except, except 
the regular salah of dhuhr, maghrib, and isha. The sunnah in this case is to not perform them. Other than that, from the optional prayers, they remain legal for the traveler, as they are legal for the resident. So if a person intends to offer the optional prayer on a flight, or in his car, or in his mount, or in his donkey, then he may do so, uh, directing himself in the direction of his face, meaning in the direction of his uh, travel. Because this is what is affirmed in the uh, sunnah. It is affirmed in the sunnah as in the hadiths in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih muslim which we discussed uh, in the book Umdatul Ahkam, the Reliance of the Rulings, which you may be uh, following also with us. So these are three cases where they are considered as exceptions. What about the ignorant? What about the ignorant? The ignorant, it's compulsory upon him to direct himself towards the Qibla. But if he exerts the effort, if he exerts the effort, then it becomes clear to him, after exerting the effort, that uh, he was mistaken in his direction. Then there is no requirement upon him to redo the Salah. We, and we don't say that the directing to the Qibla is dropped. Rather we say it is compulsory upon him. And it, it's incumbent upon him to investigate as much as he is able. So if he, uh, if he, if he does this in accordance with his capacity, then afterwards it becomes apparent to him that he was mistaken, then in this case it is not required from him to redo the salah. And the evidence for this, the evidence for this is that the companions who did not know of the change of direction of Qibla they were performing on that day when the change They were performing Salat al-Fajr on that day, the day the Qibla was changed. They were performing this in the Masjid of Quba, in Medina. So a man came to them, a man came to them and said, that Allah has sent down Quran upon the Prophet ﷺ and commanded him to direct himself towards the Qibla, so you do the same. So they turned. They turned. So now the Qibla, which you know was in towards their backs, they put it towards their front. And they remained in their salah. And this took place during the time of the Prophet and there was no rejection of their act. So therefore it is legalized. So in hen- and hence if a person makes a mistake regarding the Qibla out of ignorance then it is not binding upon him <coughs> uh, there is not no 
requirement to redo the salah. But if it becomes apparent to him while he is performing the salah that his direction is wrong, then in this case he must correct. So if a person began, initiated the salah in a direction other than the direction of the qibla, thinking that it is the qibla. So and then a man came and said, the qibla is to your right or to your left, then it is binding upon him to turn towards the right or the left, depending, without a need to redo the salah. Why? Because his initiation in the beginning was due to ishtihad, due to exerting of the effort. And therefore it was legalized. And thus it cannot be nullified to begin with. So here, finally then we say that the shart, the condition here, that the, the, the condition of turning towards the qibla is one of the conditions of salah. Salah is not valid without it. Except with these situations which we have mentioned. And add to that is the matter of mistake after performing uh, or exerting the effort and investigating. And here there is a case. If someone visits his host and he intended to perform the optional prayer, it is compulsory upon him to ask the owner of the house, his host, as to where is the direction of the Qibla. If he tells him, then he directs himself to that. Why we say this? Because some people uh, takes them, the false pride uh, overwhelms them, or is shy to ask. And this is uh, blameworthy type of shyness not to ask about the direction of the Qibla. Why they are shy? Because they don't want people to think that they don't know. Well, we say no harm. Let people say whatever they want to say. Ask about the Qibla until the <coughs> your guest, your, your host tells you of it. Others also are taken by this false pride or or uh, shyness, and then directs himself based upon his uh, opinion to a direction. And then it becomes clear that this is not the Qibla. In this case, he must redo the Salah, because he based it on something that is not legally sound. And that is not acceptable, the worship performed according to this basis, because the Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ أَمْرُنَا فَهُوَرَدْ Whoever does something, an action which is not in accordance with our command, then it is rejected. The fourth condition for Salah is the intention. The intention. And Salah is invalid without intention. Because the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ Verily, actions are by intentions. وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ مْرِئِمَّا نَوَى 
and every person will have that which he has he intended. And the verses, the noble verses, came to indicate the consideration of intention in worship, like the saying of Allah describing the Prophet وسلم, and his companions as in Surah Al-Fatih 48-29 تَرَاهُمْ رُكَّعًا سُجَّدًا يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانًا Muhammad وسلم, is the messenger of Allah and those who are with him are severe against disbelievers and merciful amongst themselves. You see them bowing and falling down prostrate in prayer seeking bounty from Allah and his good pleasure. And Allah stated also in Surah Al-Baqarah 2, 272 And whatever you spend in good it is for yourselves when you spend it not except Seeking Allah's face. So the intention and the ayat, the verses regarding this matter are replete. And Allah stated in Surah An-Nisa in 4100 He who immigrates from his home in the cause of Allah will find on earth many dwelling places and plenty to live by. And whosoever leaves his home as an immigrant unto Allah and his messenger, and death overtakes him, his reward is then surely incumbent upon Allah, and Allah is ever of forgiving, most merciful. So therefore the intention is a, a condition for the validity of Salah. Salah is invalid without it. And therefore... One should think about it. Is it really difficult? No, not at all. In reality, this is not something different or difficult. Every person who is sane and uh, able to act an action, then he has intended the action. He has an intention to do this action. So therefore, it doesn't require some hardship. And it doesn't require to be uttered. Because its place is in the heart. Very intentions are, or actions are by intentions. And because the Prophet ﷺ did not utter the intention. The Prophet ﷺ did not utter the intention. And he did not command his ummah to utter it. Also, none of the companions did so. None of the companions did utter it, for example, and the Prophet ﷺ attested for that or approved. No. So therefore, utterance of the intention is an innovation. Utterance of the intention is an innovation. And this is the preponderating opinion. Because you see that the Prophet ﷺ and his companions prayed, and none of them uttered the intention. None of them said, Allahumma inni nawaitu an usalli. O Allah, I intend to pray. 
such prayer. None of them did so. And there is a, a nice uh, story in a way. Uh, some of some uh, some person, may Allah's mercy be upon him, uh, related it to our Sheikh Rahimahullah. And the Sheikh said that this man told him uh, that there was a person who intended to pray in Al-Masjid Al-Haram in the sacred house in Mecca. So when the Salah was called he stood facing the Qibla facing the Kaaba and he said it was Dhuhr time and he said Allahumma inni nawaitu an usalli al-Dhuhra arba'a raka'atin lillahi ta'ala khalfa imam al-Masjid Al-Haram O oh Allah I intend to pray the Dhuhr for raka'a to Allah the Most High, taking lead by the Imam of the Masjid al-Haram. So, when he was about to make takbir, the person next to him said to him, Isbr, baqi alik, wait, hold, there is something still, meaning you didn't say. He said, what is left? He said, قل, say, you have to add في اليوم الفلاني on such and such day وفي التاريخ الفلاني and on such and such date of the year and the month so that you don't lose this. This is a document. The man was amazed. So and this is you know are you teaching Allah are you telling Allah Azza wa Jal what you intend? Allah knows what yourself whispers. Allah knows what yourself whispers. Do you tell Allah the numbers of rak'ah and the timing? And you, we see them. We see them. This we see them in salah. You see them in, in salah. You see the person uh, having uh, his hands towards his sides and then standing, uh, making this intention or raising his hands before saying takbir towards his ear loops and then he begins to say وَجَّهْتُ وَجْهِ No, I say Allahumma inni O Allah, I intend to pray this dhuhr, etc. or this asr and then he makes the istiftah and then he makes takbir al-ihram Allah knows. There is no need for all of that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows all of this. So the place of intention is the heart. Oh, okay. Yes. Sounds funny. Yet even I was taught that at first. Okay. So you see that? Uh, and we should know here also that the salah is classified into Three classifications. The Salah. The Salah is classified into three classifications. Uh, general Nafil. Naflum Mutlaq. General Nafil. Uh, specific Nafil. Or particular Nafil. And Farida. 
and fard obligation and the fard the obligation are five fajr dhuhr asr maghrib and isha fajr dhuhr asr maghrib and isha if you come to the masjid at the time of fajr the time of dawn what do you intend to pray? Do you intend to pray the Maghrib? I ask you. Do you intend to pray the Maghrib? If you come for the Fajr? No. Now you come and you make the Takbir and you intend the Salah. But you forget that, you know, uh, it slipped you that this is the Fajr. So you came, made takbir, and now oh, you, you just totally uh, forgot ay salah, which salah is this? And this happens a lot. Especially if a person comes uh, in a hurry, fearing to miss a raka, afraid that he may miss a raka. So, for example, you come and uh, you enter and then you make takbir, but you don't bring to presence that you intend the fajr. There is no need here. There is no need. The occurrence of this salah in its time is evidence that you only intended the salah. Is this clear? For example, if someone now asks you, anyone asks you, did you intend dhuhr or asr or maghrib or isha? What would your answer would be? What would your answer be? Huh? You will, your answer will be what? The fajr. <laughs> yes, you will tell them, I came here to, to pray what? Fajr. And there is no need, therefore, to intend that this is the Fajr. You see that? However, yes, it is correct, you know, that I make the intention for Fajr. This is more perfect. But sometimes we, what? We forget the specification. So, therefore, we say it is specified by the time. You hear this benefit? Then it is specified now by the time. Is that clear? So therefore, the obligatory prayers are specified by two ways. The obligatory prayers are specified by two ways. Particular specification in his heart that he intends the dhuhr, for example. This is clear. This is obvious, right? Fine. The second is the time. The second is the time. As long as you are praying the Salah in this time, then it is the Salah of the time. Is that clear? Now, this second aspect, the second aspect, the time, 
This refers to the Salah done on its time. But suppose, if someone still missed a Salah, and he intends to do it. Like someone who slept the entire day, missed the Dhuhr and the Asr and Maghrib. Now therefore he wants what? To make up. In this case he must specify them in what? In his heart as either Dhuhr or Asr or Fajr. Because here there is no time. You see that? There is no time for it now. Is that clear? This is a make-up. Is that clear? Okay. So this is regarding the fard, the obligatory ones. Now we come to the specified nafl. Specified nafl. Like witter, the two rak'ah of duha, the regular sunan, uh, regular sunan for salah, uh, for the five prayers. In this case, it's a must to specify by name. Specify by name, but where? On the tongue or in the heart? On the tongue or in the heart? You specify them in, in the heart. Naam. So if you intend to pray the witr, for example, and you make takbir, but you didn't intend the witr, and during the salah you intended the witr, this is invalid. Why? Because the witr is a specified nafil, specified optional prayer. And the specified pray, optional prayers, it's a must to specify them in essence. Nafil means optional. Voluntary. Okay. Is this clear? Did you understand? Did you understand the example of the of the of the witter? Or shall I repeat it? Okay, clear. Alhamdulillah. Now what about repeat? Okay, we repeat. If you intend to pray the witter, is the witter a specified optional prayer or not? It is. Okay. So if you intend to pray it, and you make takbir, but you didn't make the intention for the witter, and you proceeded, and you proceeded in the salah, and during the salah, you intended that this salah is witter. In this case, it is not valid. Because the witter is a specified nafil. And the specified nafils, it's inevitable that they, may be, they must be specified. Is that clear? Now, clear for those who said to repeat? Now, what about the, what about the other? The nafil al-mutlaq, the general nafil the general, unparticularized. Then, in this case, listen carefully. 
with respect to the general nafil, you don't need an intention except an intention for salah. Is that clear? Clear? Huh? General intention for salah only. Like, for example, example, uh, in, uh, a person before noon, before noon, a person made wudu and intended to pray an optional nafil, you know, two, three, two, four, six, you understand? You understand? So he made wudu and he intended to offer this optional nafil. We say here sufficient, the intention here, you know that you make, sufficient the, the intention of salah. Why? Because it is not a particularized, specified salah. So make a general intention of salah. Is that clear? So the general nafil, the general nafil only requires an intention for salah. Not a specified intention. Five. What about what about a person a person who changes the intention? during the Salah, from an intention to another intention. Is this possible? Let us look at the situations. The change from specified to another specified or from general to a specified is invalid. No. Changing an intention from a specified salah to another specified salah or from general to a particular is invalid. Did you get the ruling now? Did you get the foundation? You understand the foundation in general? Particular to particular, specific to specific is invalid. General to particular is invalid. Example on the general. A person stood up, stands rather, to pray salah, a general, a general nafil salah. And during his salah, he remembered that he didn't pray the regular sunnah of fajr. So he intends his salah now to be fajr. We say this is not valid. Because this is a change from general to particular. And the particular you must have an intention from its beginning. And the Regular sunnah of fajr begins with, from takbir to taslim. You, you see that? You must have the intention of it from the very beginning. You didn't have the intention to this 
from the very beginning. Here you were doing a general nafil. You see that? Is that clear? Tayyip. An example on particular to particular or specific to specific. A person stands to perform Salat al-Asr. A person stands to perform Salat al-Asr. And while in Salat al-Asr, he remembered that he didn't pray the Dhuhr. Or that he prayed the Dhuhr but without wudu. Then he tells himself, Alright, now I will intend, I make my intention of this salah, this asr, I will make it for dhuhr. In this case, it is invalid to be for dhuhr. Because this is a change from a particular or specific to specific. And also now, if he makes the intention, this intention which he changed to dhuhr invalidates the asr which he initiated. Because he disconnected it by turning to dhuhr. You understand? So therefore, in this case it is not valid neither as dhuhr nor as uh, asr. It is not valid for asr because he disconnected it. And it is not valid as dhuhr because he didn't initiate it as dhuhr. And the dhuhr is from the takbirat al-ihram to the salam. Which he didn't initiate. Then, what about the other case? The change of intention from particular to general. This is valid. No harm. From particular to general. For example, a person began a person began a an obligatory salah. A person began an obligatory salah. Then after he began the salah, he remembered that there is an appointment which he cannot delay. So he changed it into nafil. In this case, it is valid if there is time left, and also he did not neglect the congregation to begin with. These are two conditions. The first condition is that if there is still time left, the second is that he did not abandon the congregation. Example, if he was in a congregation prayer, then he cannot change it into general nafil. Because this necessitates that he abandons or leaves the congregation in salah. Also, if the time is restricted, therefore in this case he cannot change it into general nafil. Because the Salah of the Faridah, if its time is restricted, then the time does not tolerate other than it, does not allow other than it. But suppose in another case where there is time, and the Jama'ah, the congregation did not, you know, he did not miss the congregation, we say, there is no harm to change it into general nafil, and you make taslim 
from two rak'ah, finishing two rak'ah, go to your appointment, then after that you return to your faridah, and that's okay. So therefore the changes are as follows. Number one, from general to particular, or, or specific. In this case, in this case, the particular is invalid, and the general remains valid. The second, from particular to particular, the first particular is nullified, and the second cannot commence. The third, from particular to general, valid, and the particular remains as it is. So these are the situations. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We continue inshallah. Next week the methods related to this subject. Jazakumullah khair wa rahmatullah rabbil alameen.